0: William Arthur Ward, one of America's most quoted writers of inspirational maxims once said, the mediocre teacher tells, the good teacher explains, the superior teacher demonstrates, the great teacher inspires. Hello, my name is Malati and this is my show titled, The Impressive Emperors, where we talk to women leaders, women who have had a humble beginning and have forged their way to leadership, a position to which they have been elevated thanks to their selfless efforts at making a positive difference to the world. I now welcome you all to meet our impressive empress for today. Our guest today is a very experienced teacher who holds double masters in economics and in Hindi. In addition to having a bachelor's in education, having started her career as a teacher, she continues to teach even today, much beyond her retirement. I warmly invite you to join us in our quest to understand how Geeta has made herself the Impressive empress. I'm so happy to welcome you, Geeta, to my show titled The Impressive Empress," where we talk to women leaders from various walks of life. Welcome to our show. Good
1: morning, Malti. I am also equally excited. My name is Pennathur Gita. I was born mm-hmm. in Andhra Pradesh and had schooling in West Bengal because my father was working in Chitaranjan Locomotive Works. So, up to 11th mm-hmm. grade, I studied in Bengal. Then, because there was no college in Chitaranjan, I had to do my BA and MA as a private candidate. I joined BH from B Benasund University. I did my BA and MA economics. Soon after BA I got a job in Kitaranjan So I worked there for four and a half years then I got married and came to Chennai 1971 hmm. Then there was a gap of one year because my daughter was born when my daughter was one year old I joined Sri Shankara senior secondary school in Adyar in Chennai There I worked hmm. for eight years then I switched over to PS senior secondary school that was the school started by my forefathers. I worked Mm. there for about 12 years. Then I had to go to Bombay because my daughter joined MSc and she wanted to do PhD there. She refused to stay in the hostel, so I had to go and set up the family in Bombay. So Mm. I went to Bombay. There I worked in Gurukul Junior College and Ellen Mehta classes, where they conducted classes from Igno University for 10th and 12th. There I worked for 5 years. And then I came back to Chennai. Ninety-eight, my daughter got married, and once again I joined Sri Shankara Senior Secondary School and worked there for seven years. Then my son got married and got a baby boy, so he asked me to quit my job and became a caretaker for his (laughs) son. So I resigned my job because I was promoted to the post of grandmother, and that is very very important, and I also enjoyed. So I quit my job mm-hmm. and came to Bangalore. Mm-hmm. And here mm-hmm. I take in the tuition because I don't want to give up teaching, I teaching is my passion. So mm-hmm. I, I take tuitions. it's not for money, but just keep to keep myself engaged as well as to be in touch with teaching and to be with the children. I love children
2: and when they are with me, I'm the happiest person. Wow, very nice, very nice. <laughs> Uh, Did you have any kind of influencer or did you have any role models? Because even to study in those days must have been uh, not an easy task, especially as a woman. Yeah, Actually, my father was
1: my role model because my father was shop superintendent in Chitanya Locomotive Works. There Mm. they had a training center and that they used to give training to the diploma holders. And my father was teaching that. He offered honorary uh, service and he... He used to teach. Saturday, Sundays, mm-hmm. some children used to come to my father to learn to clear some doubts and other things.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: really surprised the way they praised my father. They said he's so nice. He has taught us so many things. We are so ha- happy. And then I used to design. Then I used to think, oh, how nice the teaching job is. That prompted mm. me to take a teaching job. I said I
2: also will become a teacher like my father and earn a good name. So what, what quality or what exactly impressed you? First is patience, Mm. the father has patience to
1: listen to the children, understanding their problems and then explaining it again and again and again. Mm. That was the most important quality, a teacher should be tolerant Mm -hmm. and first of all she has to come down to the level of the child
0: Mm. Class he
1: may be. in the primary means you have to come down to that level mm. Then only the teaching will be successful, at any stage, you mm. have to understand the child and we have to come down to that level,
2: that is the mm. most important thing for any teacher. Very well said, yeah. So yeah, I am I'm sure you have a lot of patience and even now at uh, this age, uh, <laughs> you say you are very passionate about teaching and you teach uh, mm. a few children in your uh, mm. neighborhood. So, I mean, this is a program, this is a talk show about leadership and uh, Mm. I call them my impressive empress because I feel Mm. as uh, leaders and uh, as women leaders, we are endowed with uh, the emotional intelligence that comes naturally to a woman. Uh, provided she nurtures that can you talk a little bit you you did mention that one needs to be patient one needs to have good listening skills as a teacher yeah, yeah, correct, now yeah, yeah, how how does this change depending on whether you are a teacher in a primary class or a mm-hmm. teacher in, uh, for example, have also taught in Ignau, in, in Mumbai, like means uh, yeah. for the bachelor yeah. students yeah. or yeah. for the yeah. master yeah. students. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you adapt yeah. to these different yeah. uh, levels of
1: students? Yeah, first yeah. of all, we have first to find, all all find all out what level the children are. Level in the school, the children, school yeah. children, you have to be very, very patient yeah. with them. And when you teach a lesson in the class, half of the class only will understand. We can't expect 100% to understand everything. So mm. again, the same thing has to be repeated. And some children will be very poor. Poor children has to be encouraged. Mm. For example, I'm just giving one example. In my language class, I used to begin my class with reading and dictation. First, all the mm. children have to read. Then, I used to give 10 words, which are already told um, previous day. Those 10 words, they have to prepare and come then I dictate those words all the children will write once again I dictate all the words so that if they want any correction they can make after that I'll write the words on the blackboard and I tell them to correct by themselves when I tell them to correct by themselves they ask shall I correct my notebook or shall I correct my next person's notebook I said no you have to correct your own notebook and I tell them I know you are all good children and you are correcting your own notebook so be honest and if I uh, accept your mistake and then I used to ask how many of you got 10 out of 10 each word carried one mark so some children will stand up then whole class will clap for them only for 10 out of 10 then 9 8 like that when I start asking there may be some children who may got who may who might have got even one and two also. those who got one and two I used to call them I say I know that yesterday you didn't find time that's why you couldn't read all the 10 words am I right? They say, yes ma'am, I, I went out, I went out I at, attended a marriage. Some reason they will say. See. see, it doesn't matter. Tomorrow, today you got two, no? Tomorrow you try to get three.
0: Immediately mm. the
1: answer will be, no ma'am, I'll try to get four. I said, no, no, mm. come slowly. You get three, then four. No, 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 tomorrow I'll get five. And you won't believe next day they'll definitely get five. So like wow. this, when we keep encouraging them, they learn. If I mm. stick and scold them, that uh, why you got only two marks, all these things, it don't work. So mm. I have to be patient with them and then I have to encourage in such a way, I have to go in their own way. And before asking what is the reason why you didn't study, I should say, oh, I know, a study you could study, you know, that's why you didn't do well, no? That works as a magic. Within a month, whole class gets 10 out of 10.
2: Wow, that's very nice. That
1: is, yeah, yeah. so that is the best way to adopt the children. Whereas Mm -hmm. in higher class students, first of all you have to tell them the method of preparing, you have to tell them the method of preparing, how they should prepare. That is first of all concentration. Sometimes Mm. they take a long time to prepare a small chapter. So that is not the the, uh, proper way to prepare. And every Mm. subject is different. For example, Mm. language preparation is different, mathematics preparation is different, and uh, history, geography subjects are all different. So, I used to tell them what is the correct method of preparation and mm-hmm. they have to follow certain rules and regulations for preparing and they have to always keep your notebook and keep on writing points. Mm-hmm. And during the exam, they can just read the points and go. They need not yeah. read the chapter on the day before that examination. So, mm. as soon as they read one lesson, they have to write just the points. One, two, three, they can number and uh, write the points. And before the exam, they can just revise the points, that's enough. Hmm. So like that, I tell them and they follow and they generally get good marks. Once they come of the higher class, they become responsible. And, they had, and another thing, one more important thing, first of all, whatever subject we teach, we have to create interest in that subject. Unless hmm. we create interest, children won't study at all. So first hmm. we have to uh, create interest in that subject, for example, language generally nobody bothers for mm. them language is something very easy and mm. uh, they feel they should spend more time for subjects and less for language so first mm. of all i have to create interest in language especially mm. those who are non-hindi from non-hindi speaking area they don't want to learn Hindi at all they say mm. they feel it's very difficult to learn so first mm. of all i have to create an interest in learning language so i have to make the language lessons very very interesting So for them, I give lot of quiz, puzzles, word building like that. Different games I give them, and slowly I introduce new new words. And once all these things Mm. are done, they develop the interest and they start studying. That is the secret. So I teach Mm -hmm. them; they just note down, and next day they come and ask. And mostly there won't be much uh, questions; only one or two questions they will ask. And Mm there they had two mediums: one is Hindi medium, other one was English medium. So some of the children said, "Ma'am, we want to have Hindi medium." Immediately, yeah. I used to switch over to Hindi and teach them. They liked it very much, and they all came out with flying colours. Said mm-hmm. they liked my teaching, and they did their best. And because they were all elders and already they were working somewhere, and then study. I said, "You have got a fire in you to study. Mm-hmm. That's why you are able mm-hmm. to do that. Otherwise, once we start working, most of our time we devote only for the work." And yes. we hardly find time to study, unless the fire is very uh, active, you can't do that. So when I congratulate mm. them, they felt very happy. Then I told the same thing happened in my life, because I also did a lot of studies after I was late 30s and early 40s. I did mm. my B.H., I did my Sahit Ratna, I did my mm-hmm. Hindi, M.A. In, in Hindi. All the things I studied when my children were growing, they were going to school. You don't feel ashamed to say that you are learning because for learning mm-hmm. there is no age. Any yes. age you can learn if you have got the fire in yeah. you. Even at yes. this age I am learning a lot. Almost every day I learn something or other. Mm-hmm. in education in other fields also. So learning mm-hmm. is a lifelong process. So I mm-hmm. congratulated them, I told them I'm very happy you are learning at this age. And so I told them just was a little bit of extra effort will go a long way and Mm -hmm. since they were all grown up they were all very responsible and they responded very well and they did Mm -hmm. excellent so i felt Mm -hmm. very happy in teaching them so learning Mm -hmm. is a lifelong process so i Mm -hmm. congratulated them i told them i'm very happy you are learning at this age and so and told them just was a little bit of extra effort will go a long way be sincere Mm -hmm. in your work and then make it a regular point to study not mm-hmm. that one day you study ten days that is a gap, no, every day you have to study, then automatically it is registered in your mind and you will remember things. And all were, since mm-hmm. they were all grown up, they are all very responsible and they responded very well and they did mm-hmm.
2: excellent. Things well.
1: So I felt very happy in teaching them.
2: Motivating or recognition of one's effort works yeah. like a chocolate one should Definitely. say, it's very addictive. And uh, I think you have used that really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to understand what was mm. your motivation. I see that you have a double MA, MA in English, and then MA in Hindi, and then mm. you went on to do your BA and MA. So what is mm. uh, what motivated you to study, like you mentioned, even when you were in your 30s and 40s, and you already yeah. had a family?
1: Actually, when I joined Shankara School, I joined uh, since I did the MA Economics. They gave me social studies and English. But Mm -hmm. I didn't do my BA. So they couldn't give the proper scale for me. They couldn't fix the scale because I was not a BA. Then the principal told me, since you know Hindi, why don't you take some Hindi classes so that I can list you in the language teacher. So Mm -hmm. I started taking Hindi. Already I did um, BA Hindi. I was eligible to teach up to 10th standard. Then I thought, since they have given me Hindi, I should do M.A. also because I was very much interested in language. So I thought I'll do M.A. in Hindi. That's why mm. I did my MBA. It was not compulsory and it didn't add to any of my salary or anything. But of mm. just
2: for sheer interest, I wanted to do MBA. Mm-hmm. As a As a teacher, what gives you maximum happiness or when do you think you have done a good job?
1: Oh, it's a very good question. Mm-hmm.
2: To tell you frankly
1: after retirement so many children come and tell me that I have inspired them a lot and they tell me I feel this is the real success. In marks in the examination there is the success. Of course, yeah. whenever the result came and my children did well in the subject, I really felt happy, very happy that they have done well. Then happiness is after many years, when they mm-hmm. grow up, when they take up a job, then they remember me and they come and tell me, ma'am, because of your inspiration only, all these things happened i'm really grateful to you that is mm-hmm. the thing which i play which i am the happiest person then
2: hmm. once yeah. it
1: so happened in the mm-hmm. reunion one boy came and told me ma'am you yeah. have never taught me because my language is tamil i never hmm. studied Hindi. my language is tamil you never taught me but <laughs> i learned a lot of disciplinary things from you
2: oh. to be
1: on to be yeah to be uh-huh. <laughs> punctual because I was in charge of uh, in charge of uh, discipline. I have to check whether children are coming on time, whether they are wearing proper uniform, shoes, and all. And if mm. they don't, I have to collect a fine of 25 paise mm. like that. Children come late, I used to ask them, why are you late? They say, I have about 25 paise. I said, it is not for collecting money. It is not a mm. fundraising thing. We are mm. charging 25 paise as a punishment and then Mm. I said you make it a point not to repeat it and I used to ask them what is the reason why you are coming late and you won't believe I discovered there is so many problems with children face some of them will say I don't have mother my father cooks so he cooks late and use me some say today my father and mother they were fighting so they couldn't cook we have to go to the hotel and get some uh, lunch for me that's why I was delayed like that there were so many reasons I really felt very bad mm-hmm. for those children where they mm-hmm. didn't have proper family background. Both mm-hmm. father and mother took care of them. So mm-hmm. I used to kind of tell children that how they have to get up early, finish all their work, be punctual, because this will go along way throughout their life it will continue. If they learn mm-hmm. punctuality at an mm-hmm. early age, that will help them throughout. Sometimes if my, my own daughter and son will say, Amma, you are Hitler. I say, yes, I have to be a Hitler <laughs> sometimes if I don't listen.
2: <laughs> 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 like that, so I used to tell them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you were a Hitler at home and uh, uh, kindness personified at school, or were you also strict at school? <laughs> no, 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 I was
1: Hitler only once or twice. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> when a thing has to be done and they are not doing it, then I have to show a little bit of leadership in that, otherwise no. <laughs> Actually I am a very kind person, I never scold the children. Mm. I just tell them, I am going to scold, I am going to punish you, punish you, punish you, but I never punished. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Actually you know, the more than the punishment, the fear of punishment is more. So I, mm. I use that, I will oh, tomorrow. okay, tomorrow I am going to punish you. See today mm. is the last, tomorrow I am going to punish you. but.
2: That tomorrow never came. <laughs> I mean, can you tell me about the days uh, when you were working for uh, PS Senior Secondary School? Mm, so, yeah. can you tell me something about how the school was started and what your role was there? Mm. The school was
1: started by Mr. P C Shaker. He is my father's cousin, and he mm-hmm. started the school because in Mailapur there was no good school for middle class people. So he made mm. it a point to start a school where the fees should be less. Even today, the fees of P.S. Mm-hmm. Senior Secondary School in Mainapur is the lowest compared to all the CBSE schools The good standard, And he was very particular about discipline and because it mm-hmm. was co-ed school, he was very particular that uh, all the children follow the discipline mm-hmm. and uh, all the moral values. So all the teachers, mm-hmm. all the students respected the teachers, they were quite obedient. First when the school mm-hmm. started, majority of the children were from Brahmin community only. Mm-hmm. And afterwards all the children uh, came. Nowadays it's a mixture of all the people. Many North Indians and people from different parts of uh, India are coming. There are mm-hmm. a lot of people and even teachers, some North Indian teachers, South Indian, from some from some Karnataka, from some other places like that. The mm-hmm. are and here we lay more on discipline and the uh, regularity of work
0: mm. Let's say we
1: had the system of uh, assignment and uh, all the children those who get 60% and above they are given a certificate throughout the all the exams all the um, unit test everywhere 60% if they maintain they are given some certificates so like that mm-hmm. lot of encouragement is given. That's very interesting when was the school started? Yeah started I think in 73 hmm. I 73 or 70 I think 76 it was started because I was, at the time I was in Shankara hmm. our principal Mrs. Aramilu she's a hmm. excellent lady nice planning she used to plan each and every minute everything went according to her planning for example hmm. speech day Hindi play five minutes Tamil play ten minutes Price distribution should take only ten minutes, depending on the number of students. So they say mm. all the children should be um, asked to stand in a line so that there should not be any gap at all. So like mm. that, she will plan each and every minute, and mm. actually it works very well. Everybody was astonished how she plans like that. It went like that, and so we learned a lot of planning from her. Mm. And she was a very good administrator. And she encourages the teachers like anything she'll always appreciate the teachers appreciate the students when they do some good work Mm -hmm. So it is because of
2: her only PS has got such a good name we have we tend to have more uh, uh, lady teachers than male teachers does it offer a certain kind of advantage or uh, what what is the role of a a male or a female as a teacher Mm -hmm. how does it help students
1: Teachers are by nature very patient and we have the motherly instinct. Mm-hmm. So the children we treat them as our own children. So naturally there will be more of love than male teachers. Mm-hmm. And ladies are by nature they are very tolerant. Male teachers they won't have so much of patience to listen to the children. And mm-hmm. some male teachers may have the tendency to punish the children harshly, whereas a female teacher never punishes them harshly. Slight punishment may be there, some fine may be there, but we don't give any harsh punishment to the children, nor do we scold them. Lady teachers mm. think twice before scolding. That is one advantage. And they don't want mm-hmm. to scold the children much because that motherly affection is always there.
2: And when needed, mm. we are tolerant also. I mean, when you were teaching, what was the most important thing that you wanted to impart? to your children first is obedience first day yeah. itself i tell them
1: i am the teacher you are a student even now i when i am taking private tuitions i tell the children i am not your auntie or anything i am only your teacher you are my student so yeah. first is obedience second is honesty yeah. and sincerity honesty yeah. in the sense suppose i give you homework and you don't do the homework you must come and tell me what prevented you from doing the homework whatever be the reason most of the most uh, important reason will be they forget so you should come and tell me ma'am I forgot don't tell lies just say whatever be the reason I don't mind but you must honestly uh, tell the uh, you must all tell the real reason why you didn't do if you forget doesn't matter next day you can do or if you have if you have gone out somewhere doesn't matter. You can do next year, but I don't want you to tell lies. So my children never tell lies. They regularly hmm. they do their homework regularly. Once or twice when they miss, they come and tell me the correct reason, and I appreciate them.
0: And hmm. next is
1: punctuality. I'm very very particular about punctuality because hmm. if you are not uh, for, for, if you don't follow punctuality in future when you grow up, you will never keep, value, value the time. And time is very very hmm. important. And unless you value the time all those who are working under you will not value the time hmm. so in whatever post you may be if you ask some meeting to be held at five o'clock means you should be there by four fifty. so even hmm. now my children follow all of hmm. them follow the exact time and believe it or not nine o'clock my doorbell will ring. my neighbors ask how is that they are so per- exactly they come at nine i tell them I, t- I trained them i have told them to come and if they come even 5 minutes late i won't repeat whatever has been done in that period i told them it is mm-hmm. your mistake so nobody wants to miss, miss even 5 minutes so they are all they are all very punctual they come on time so regularity is very very important homework giving homework doing the homework regularly reading and especially in languages and all if you don't read and write regularly you can't learn new words and all so regularity
2: mm-hmm. I, emphasis on regularity and neat handwriting, neat work. I mean, you were also mentioning that uh, you have some children who are uh, poor, you have some yeah. uh, uh, children who come from broken families. Uh, how, do you, how do you handle these children when they repeatedly do not do their homework or when they repeatedly do not have the environment in which they can perform?
1: Yeah,
2: first of all, I talk to them
1: very, very softly. And I always shower more love on them compared to others and then i Hmm. tell them you can do it this time you are not done doesn't matter tomorrow you should do it and sometimes i ask the children to come to my house and do the homework because they may not Hmm. find time to do it at home so i tell them Hmm. okay you come one hour early you come here do the homework and then do sometimes they may they may not even breakfast so i tell them okay doesn't matter you come to my house. I give you. I will give you breakfast. You can eat breakfast here, and then you can do the work here. Mm. But I, I never tell them that uh, I am giving you because you can't. You know, tomorrow, you know, I have got a good news for you. Tomorrow, I am going to supply breakfast for all of you. Like that, I say, and then I give the breakfast. Mm. So nobody will feel that I am giving them as a special thing or because mm-hmm. they are poor.
2: I mean, this must have taken a big toll on your family also. Like you have two children. So, how did yeah. you manage your work and your uh, personal life? It's really difficult, especially when I was uh, coming from
1: Nanganallur. It would take one and a half hours for me to leave school and again one and a half hours to go back home. Three hours I used to spend while traveling. It was mm. very difficult. At that time, I never had any private tuition or anything. Only I had to go to school and come back. That's all. But mm. after, I came to Mylapur, it was very easy for me and when I came to Mylapur, I started taking tuitions for a few students who were poor as well as who, didn't, uh, who had some difficulty in uh, learning. So I used to call them home, I never collected any money for that. I do, used to tell them Saturday, Sunday you come and whenever my children have to go to some class, whether it may be music class or other class, at that time I will have the tuition at home so that mm. I don't miss my children, as well as I can help other children also. And sometimes I used to tell tell my children that uh, some children need some extra help, so Saturday, Saturday one hour, or Saturday or Sunday one hour, I'm going to spare time for them. Mm. They will be very happy to say, yes, someone should do that. And sometimes mm. they will also help in, in case it is a case of primary children. Like that my family supported me. Even my mother-in-law and father-in-law, they always allowed to take any extra thing. They said, yes, you must do all these things
0: we should
1: mm-hmm. educate the children I manage and I think, after retirement of course and after my husband's death I am all alone I have got so all, the, all the time of the world, <laughs> so I mm-hmm. can manage very well I can call them at any time some children come at night 8 o'clock also they come I think it doesn't matter mm-hmm. when you don't have time you come at 8 o'clock so now I have got
2: plenty of time and no other response much response very nice so even at this age if you are working then you must have a lot of reserve energy how do you manage your energy levels <laughs> during the day? Yeah, from the very beginning, you no. Know,
1: my mother always used to say afternoon, don't sleep. If I feel, mm. I feel sleepy, she said, okay, come, I'll teach you some new embroidery thing. I'll teach you this teaching, you do this. Mm. So she never allowed us to sleep in the afternoon. And that is one of the advantage, even at this age, I don't sleep in the afternoon. So mm-hmm. I find plenty of time. And for, And my mother always used to say, finish your work as early as possible. Don't be in the kitchen whole day. Finish yeah. your work, you have to be very, very fast in doing the work. So even today, I'm very fast in doing all the work. Other thing is, I had to be very fast because I was in Nanganallur, and I was working in Nadayar. Early yeah. morning, we have to up, cook for everybody, look after my children, dress them up, and take the children with me. So unless I'm fast in doing the work, I can't manage. I had the habit of doing all the work very fast even now, my son says you are the fastest but I don't think anybody will be (laughs) as fast as me because of that fastness only I was able to manage you otherwise there Mm in the train and the bus and I had the support of my father-in-law, mother-in-law throughout. So anything is unfinished they say okay go I'll manage so it is not that I have to finish all the things and go and I need not uh, lock the house all these things because they were there. So it's the support of father-in-law, mother-in-law that enabled me to continue my job successfully. Nowadays children, they don't want, nowadays girls, they don't want joint family at all. How much advantage it is to be in a joint family and I'm really
2: lucky that I had all the advantages
1: of joint family. How
2: how it had helped you actually? And how it helped your family, maybe your children? Mm. First of all, when I went to school, my uh,
1: and father-in-law and mother-in-law only took and looked after my children and I am really very grateful to them. And then my mother-in-law was so supportive that she never asked me to take leave for any of the functions, any of the puja. Suppose it's a working day and there is some puja at home, she would say, if it's a working day, it doesn't matter, you get up early, finish the puja and then go. So like that she never asked me to take leave for any uh, personal matter, personal function or anything also and I
2: manage at home
1: also because they yeah. are very cooperative
2: can you tell me something about your students who are uh, who have been successful and who come back to you after all these years and tell you that uh, you have been an inspiration <laughs> first is I should say Colonel
1: Vembu Shankar he was my student in the school and he was in scouts and guides I was also I was uh, taking guide classes, scouts and guide classes. We used to take them to camp and all. So we spent a mm-hmm. lot of time in scouting and guiding. And he was the best scout. Mm-hmm. And uh, he went up to the level of uh, Rashtrapati Puraskar. And then he went to Japan also for some training. He did very wow. well. In sixth and then one day he came and told me, I want to join. And he was very clear about his uh, future plans. He said, I want to join Army. Mm-hmm. I was very happy. Yeah. So I used to encourage him and then we used to have annual function drama, Hindi drama and most of wow. the Hindi dramas were based on patriotism, national unity, all these things. So when mm-hmm. we write the script and all, no, the children were so impressed, they said we also want to do something for our country, we want to do for our country, we want to serve the country. Like that they all will be showing their uh, interest towards the country and all. He did uh, NDA and then some other course, and he joined army. And within one year, the Kargil was there, 1999. Mm -hmm. Kargil war, he killed about seven militants. Mm -hmm. And he got the Shaurya Chakra award. Of course, I didn't know anything because he passed 12th standard. I also left uh, PS and went to Bombay. So I Mm -hmm. I knew he had joined army, that's all. I didn't know Mm -hmm. anything about him after that, what happened. He got the award, that also I was not aware. And then after 20 years, in 2016, he contacted me. He contacted my son and then he contacted me. And then he told me, I am am in uh, Panchukani Madhya Pradesh. he is the scouting center also. So this is a beautiful place, why don't you come? But at that time, I had some leg problem, knee problem. So I was not ready to go out. I said, uh, I didn't go. Again, next year he called me and uh, told me you are not every time I'm calling you you are not coming I said no it's not like that I'm afraid of these things he said no ma'am you come I'll take care I said okay I'll come and at the time he was in Darjeeling posted in Bagdogra, Darjeeling and I spent uh, two days in Darjeeling he came he um, came to the station took us to the place and he has arranged the place uh, for staying he took every day to different places he showed full of Darjeeling we went to Gantok and then we arranged all these things, and the way he treated us, I was really surprised. Even the nowadays modern sons also don't do so much for the mothers, they take care of us like anything. I took one of my friends also with me. Most exciting part was, next year he was called as a chief guest in the PS Senior Secondary School. to send a message that I have been invited to be the guest of honor in the PS Senior Secondary School annual day. I said I will yeah. definitely come and attend. So I attended that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know about his plans or anything, suddenly he went to the stage, he told about uh, his school life and suddenly he said, for everybody, three people are very, very important in life. In my life, they are the three pillars. One is parents, second one is you hmm. should have a real friend, true friend and the teachers. And then he named hmm. his father, he didn't have a mother. So he said, my father, my friend, he announced the name of his friend. And then for teacher, he announced my name. I was so surprised, so nervous. What made you say so? Then he said, ma'am, you only inspired me. Throughout my life, I have been following whatever you taught. And he's so grateful to me. Then I realized even a small talk, even a small example, even a small word of appreciation, it goes a long way to the children. And Mm. after 20 years, 25 years, they remember and come and tell me, adore me. Then I feel how nice the teaching life is. And especially after, this, after the retirement, so many children come. Now only I realize how, I never realized this when I was working, that after mm-hmm. 20 years, the children will remember me. <laughs> and I never said mm. anything special about my teaching. Now only I that each and every word of the teacher is being
2: helpful to their students. And I'm mm. really great to all the students. So what was your advice for the modern-day teachers, ma'am?
1: modern day teachers one is try to understand the children their ability their talent and whenever you find the talent in the children please try to develop that talent instead of forcing them to take some other subjects or other field. whatever hmm. they are good in that try to develop them that is very hmm. very important kind and sincere person is mostly Kindness and love, it is the love that uh, makes all the difference. You love the children,
2: children will love you. You've made the journey of many lives valuable. Valuable not only to them, and I think valuable for the people around them and the society in general. So thank you so much, ma'am. It was really a pleasure talking to you and understanding you as a teacher. And uh, I'm sure even for a common man or a common woman, You've given a lot of points, a lot of uh, valid points, valuable points for one's life.
0: Thank
1: you very much for giving me this opportunity. Thank you.
0: It is imperative that to have a better tomorrow, the children of today be provided with value-based education which inspires and excites them. Teaching is a very noble profession that shapes the character, caliber, and future of an individual. And if people remember me as a good teacher, that will be the biggest honor for me," said Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam, India's ex-president. And I'm sure that this is true of Gita, our today's guest. It's not often that we come across such inspiring teachers whom their students never forget and also to whom we as a society are thankful and grateful. There are so many ways to get to one's destination, but only a wise teacher can show the right path to do that. I am really thankful to Gita for being such an amazing guiding light. Salutations to the inspirers in our lives. Thank you so much for listening in. I look forward to receiving your comments on how you like this conversation and if you found it inspiring. I'm also glad to receive any questions you would like me to ask our next guest. Do write to me at at wom 21 c at gmail.com. W-O-E-M-21-C at gmail.com. Bye, until the next time and take care.